This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for joining me. Thank you for every single time that you click that little button to join us every single morning. Or perhaps you're catching up. Perhaps you're catching up on the show via some audio platforms as well. Thank you everybody uh, for doing so it really really appreciate it do drop a like on the video of course and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show it is match day arsenal travel to kenilworth road today to take on luton town in the premier league very very interesting indeed i've got to drive a new car i say new car it's a courtesy car because uh, my car's getting fixed uh, at the moment. Uh, I'll be able to tell you the story as to how my and why my car needs to fi- needs fixing very soon, hopefully, because um, <laughs> it's quite a funny story. But I can't talk about it at the moment because um, it's still going on. It's still it's still happening. But it's uh, yeah, driving around the M25 in a different car is going to be very very interesting indeed. Um, keeping fingers crossed that we don't have any problems and that uh, it's a seamless transition into a different vehicle anyway good morning to those joining us today hope you're doing good hope you're doing well uh runs with cows good morning to you to martin uh morgie peter old dave maximius uh akmal perez viraj valor uh red star franklin we've got rob bob wilson olawale we've got rich marcus uh black shine mr ree nsw we've got temi uh we've got tom angela uh milia as well thank you so much Everyone for tuning in. It is very much uh, appreciated. And John uh, John Scarrett's as well, I think, is renewed. I think renewed. Uh, renewed his membership. Thank you so much, John. Really appreciate uh, the continuation and the continuation of joining us as a, as a fan as well. And uh, I, I expected a question about the GTA trailer that dropped yesterday. I have seen it. I think it looks great. I can't wait to to give that a play in 2025. Yeah, because it's going to be 20. Because that game's not being delayed, obviously. Yeah, I would expect that more so in 2026 uh, than anything else. <laughs> Games these days get delayed 
you know, more than um, more than Bakaya Saka gets goal contributions. Uh, so there you go. Right. Shall we crack on with today's stories? I think we should. Um, we're going to run this show into kind of two parts. We're going to bring them all into the same part. We're going to look ahead to Luton in a second, but we'll run through the stories of the day first. Uh, Sky have won four of the five TV packages for Premier League games. TNT Sports uh, winning the fifth one. It means that Sky Sports will now show 70% more matches, a record 215 games in a new four-year deal. Um, I've seen mixed responses to this. You know, I know a lot of people wanted to see Amazon get a hold of them because obviously it's the, the financial side of thing. I think Amazon makes things more accessible with their monthly payment being, I think, better. I have my issues with that only because... When watching games on TV, when you watch them on Amazon, you're very kind of you're very tethered to how good your internet connection can be. You're also out of sync with everybody else. Whereas when you watch on TV, you're in sync with everybody else. So if Amazon worked out a way in which it could have, you know, fixed that system, then I would have been much more for it. Um, but the TV broadcasting of it has always been to me the better way um, because of the way in which it syncs up with everybody else that's watching it. There's no delay for anybody. Um, but I absolutely empathize with those people that wanted to see Amazon get it. Um, yeah, so if it wasn't going to be improved in that sense, we're going to Amazon, uh, then we've missed out on the opportunity, I guess. We just got to hope that things go well uh, on Sky, things improve on Sky. I, I doubt it. Um, and the, the money that they charge people is ridiculous um the fees that that will be going up you'd imagine with sky winning more of the package you can imagine that sky will be going up um i suppose that the answer is that is if you can forego tnt sports now because they might have to charge less because they don't have as much premier league action as they have had previously on bt um so maybe that might be a way forwards for those that are um thinking about this from a financial standpoint um it's Obviously, a very sensitive topic, um, but I just hope that it becomes a lot more accessible for more people. But I'm not holding my breath on uh, I'm not that one. I'm not naive enough to think that it will. Um, Ruben Neves has been talking out about his future. Of course, we saw links with Ruben Neves and uh, and Arsenal going up until this January window. There was there was more kind of there was more suggestions that indeed. Uh, Ruben Neves would be potentially moving to Newcastle on loan because they've got their links with the Saudi clubs. Uh, however, he's been speaking to BBC where he said, uh, I don't go. I'm really happy here. My family's really happy. I think that's rumours because of the owner and the clubs, of course. And I've played in England as well. There was Newcastle interest before I came here. So that kind of really does uh, lock down that idea that He'll be moving in uh, in January because he's he's not going to be. He says he's very happy playing for Al Hilal um, and very interested to see what Ruben Neves um, does um, with his career moving forward because he's one of the younger movers to that league alongside the likes of you know Gabri Vega, I guess, and etc. So. He won't be moving to us in January is, is the short answer to that news story. Uh, Mikel Arteta conducted his press conference yesterday. He did discuss uh, Takira Tomiyasu's injury. He was asked about that. He said, we assessed him after the game. Uh, we took him off as a precaution, so we'll wait. Whether it's useful to use him or not, we will decide tomorrow. He's a strong boy and hopefully he'll be fine. So despite some rumours that he was going to be out for weeks, uh, it does seem that Arteta is pretty optimistic in his 
discussions around Takahiro Tomiyasu and his potential injury issues, um, which is obviously a positive thing. And hopefully we see uh, him back on the field very, very soon, if indeed he is missing. He was asked about if Ben White could deputise, and he said after his injury, the way in we decided to manage his load, he's feeling perfect and back to fitness. He played some minutes, and now he's in a good place. So I think we can expect probably tonight for Ben White to be back in the Arsenal eleven for the game at Luton. Continuing on with Mikel Arteta's press conference and discussing some of the key themes from this and talking specifically about Luton, he says, uh, I would say, is an inspiring place, Kenilworth Road. I think what they've done is remarkable with what Rob did with the same team last year, um, the way they did it and what they transmitted as a team. We are neighbours and we're always very close to here, so it's just an amazing story. They fully deserve all the credit they're getting from last year, as well as the way that they are playing this season. Some of the results that they have got and in the games that they've played, they've been extremely close to. So tomorrow, we're going to have to be really intense and it's going to be a difficult match, um, which isn't entirely surprising to see him talk in that sense. He also talked about Bakaya Saka reaching 200 appearances and he said that's not bad for his age. It's gone really fast, but it shows again the consistency and availability that he has over the past few years. It has been tremendous and the impact that he's had in the team has been positive. Now, he was asked um, about Pep Guardiola's comments. If you watch the game between Guardiola and uh, and Postacoglu's Man City and Spurs teams, um, you would have seen an interview which may have gone uh, through your social feeds as well, in which are, he was asked for a comment on the referee and the instance of the Erling Haaland advantage, to which Pep Guardiola said, next question, I'm not going to give you a Mikel Arteta comment. And uh, Arteta was asked about this and he said, on to the next one, please. I have enough in my garden and on my plate. So he doesn't really necessarily want to watch that either. He was asked later on in the um, uh, in potential mind games with Pep Guardiola. And he said, if I am good at mind games, maybe you don't notice it. So I don't think Arteta is great at mind games, <laughs> to be honest. I think he's very straight to the point and blunt and dismissive of anything that might tempt him into engaging any potential mind games. But uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put mind games up there with the Mourinho's of this world for Arteta. I don't think it's his strongest point. He was asked about Manchester City's draw. He says, did they take encouragement from that? And he said, encouragement? No. Encouragement comes from watching my team play and watching how they behave every single day, how hungry and willing they are to play every single game, the way they approach every single training session. That's what gives me encouragement. What the others do is something we cannot control, which I absolutely get. That said, I've certainly spoken to a number of Arsenal's players and, and know that when they see other teams dropping points, it certainly does give them encouragement. It certainly gives them extra motivation that they perhaps didn't need. I spoke to Bakaya Saka ahead of the game against Brentford when Liverpool and um, Liverpool and Man City drew. And after the game, he said that they watched the game and it obviously gave them that extra little bit of uh, you know oomph, if you like, I asked him. And he said, yes, uh, that it did. So certainly, I think we can come to expect uh, Mikel Arteta, uh, not to necessarily speak in that sense, but uh, his players, I think, are, are slightly different. Um, a question was interestingly asked, it says, on none of our team against Wolves being bored when Arsenal last played Luton in 1991. And he said, but we are old. Uh, it's an incredible way that Luton have done it. The frustration they had, it's an example to any Premier League club to give hope as well that any club is able to do something extraordinary like this. It's a beautiful 
story. And it is, you know, I think it's you've got to respect Luton the way in which they've come through. If they survive, it's arguably an even big, I mean, it's not even arguable. It's certainly a bigger achievement than getting promoted to the Premier League. Staying in the Premier League would be an amazing achievement for Luton. Um, if they can do it, um, I guess time will tell. And as I always say, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I do want to move to our Luton Town mini preview. As I said yesterday, we weren't able to do a preview show. I was very busy yesterday on my day off, so I wasn't able to get you a specific Luton Town versus Arsenal preview. So to just discuss this very quickly, of course, it's really important that Arsenal win this week. We know that the other Premier League games that are on offer this midweek will give Arsenal something of an opportunity because Aston Villa play against um, play against uh, Manchester City at home. Sheffield United, who have expected, if they haven't already, to sack their manager, Paul Heckenbottom, could get a brand new managerial bounce ahead of their game against Liverpool. Um, David Ornstein reporting that story yesterday. Uh, Brighton playing Brentford. Uh, we've got uh, other teams involved. Manchester United playing Chelsea. Everton playing Newcastle. Tottenham playing West Ham. Arsenal need to win. Arsenal really need to, um, you know, focus in on specifically the um, focus focus in on specifically the the fact that they can control their own destiny. If you like, I have just realised I completely skipped over uh, Aaron Ramsdale's comments, um, but uh, I will get to that after the preview. We'll do that in part two. The Aaron Ramsdale comments. Don't worry, I can see you guys talking about that in the chat box. Don't worry, we'll talk about Ramsdale's comments in part or the the Arteta comments on Ramsdale in part two. Um, but yes, so Luton Town, Arsenal. We are expecting uh, some changes, I think. The team that I've gone with, to give you what I would go for, um, Martinelli, Jesus and Saka continuing up top. The player that swaps out is Trossard. I'd bring Havertz in for this game, give us a little bit of physicality in the attack and give us a little bit of physicality and aerial threat as well. Uh, Zinchenko stays in the team because Tomiyasu is perhaps not fully fit. And that means that, De uh, not Declan Rice, but uh, Ben White comes into the uh, the right back slot. Other than that, it's just the two changes from the team that won the game at the weekend uh, against Wolves. Arsenal, of course, are a very difficult game away at Aston Villa this weekend. So I guess that we will have to wait and see what goes uh, there. Um, we are going to be doing a slightly shorter show, by the way, because I've just got a text that my courtesy car is arriving at half past. So I'm going to be very, very quick and off the show shortly. So let's um, we'll quickly run through to part two. Right, let's go to part two for a very quick run through your questions and I'll take us comments on Ramsdale right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, let's jump into your chat box questions then, right after we have discussed uh, some of those questions or comments from um, Mikel Arteta on Ramsdale. He says, 
I want Aaron Ramsdale with us. I'm very happy to have two very good goalkeepers and Aaron is staying with us. He's willing to play like any player he wants to play for Arsenal. That's what he wants to do. And, you know, this falls in line with what I reported uh, a couple of weeks ago now. I reported that a approach had been knocked back from a lower half Premier League side in Ramsdale um, and that his focus was still very much on Arsenal and that Arsenal want to keep hold of Aaron Ramsdale as well. Now, a lot of you may have seen the news regarding Nick Pope being injured for an extended amount of time and will Newcastle come in? Well, suggestions, the early suggestions are at least that David De Gea looks like potentially the target that they'll be looking to first beyond anybody else. So it may not be Ramsdale that they look to. It may be David De Gea that comes first. But uh, that is where we're kind of at with the Ramsdale situation. And I think that's probably fair. Um, so we'll take five minutes of questions, quick fire, and then I'm going to have to shoot, I'm afraid. Uh, Aaron says, I'd like to see Kivior in for Zinchenko. Personally, I feel that he deserves a chance. Fair enough. I think that Zinchenko is really important to our attacking play, but they are very quick on the counter, our Luton, so maybe Kivior would be very much needed for it. Um, Marcus says, is Villa Park Tom allowed in Luton's tiny press area? <laughs> I didn't do anything in, Luton, in, in Villa. Okay, that's not true. There was a slight fist pump, you know, when we scored. That was about it. That was it. When that that ball hit the back of the net after smacking Emmy Martinez in the back of the head, you know, there was a slight, you know, that was it. That's that's all I can say. Um, but beyond that, no. Uh, Marcus says, uh, AC Milan, um, French goalkeepers uh, that we've had a link to. Does this mean that Raya... Uh, is not definite or a salt shaker moment. I don't think we're going for Mike Magnon. Uh, I would be very surprised if Arsenal were going in for a goalkeeper after having just signed David Raya. I cannot see that one happening at all. Uh, James says, uh, do you think there's scope to loan Ramsdale to keep his confidence up and then bring him back? Raya is older, but we know that keepers can play to a later age. Yeah, I don't think there is. You'd have to send him on like five loans before you even got close to thinking about what Raya's future might be. So sorry, James. It's a nice idea. I just don't think that it works. Uh, Matt says, Tom, which players have seen the least amount of improvement under Arteta? It's a really interesting question because obviously we associate Mikel Arteta with a huge amount of progress with a lot of those players. I assume it's probably players like Thomas Partey, who signed, you know, a very good level anyway. So you weren't necessarily going to see a huge amount of improvement uh, under uh, Mikel Arteta. But uh, I'm going to quick look on the Arsenal All Transfers page, which we like to do. It tends to be players that have been here and are older. Um, Sambi Lukong is a great shout from Dave. Nuno Tavares, probably another one as well. Um, so their players haven't necessarily pushed on. Alex Runnison, you might argue as well, is, is another. Uh, Fabio Vieira is potentially another player that you can look at. I think Leandro Trossard as well is one, but more so because he was only he was already playing at a really good level. You know, a lot of people say, wow, he's doing really well at Arsenal. But to me, that's just like you didn't see much of him at Brighton. He was very good at Brighton as well. Um, it's difficult to judge players beyond, like from last summer. So those that are going to be inevitably throwing Havertz into the mix, I can't really judge those. That said, I think that Rice has definitely improved in a short space of time. Edrasas says Smith Rowe. I don't think Smith Rowe is a fair example at all, to be honest, because if we are being honest, Smith Rowe under Arteta grew to become an England senior international. It was only because of injuries uh, that continuously he found himself um, out of the team and stunting his progress. So, no, I wouldn't say that Smith Rowe is a good example at all. Um, 
So there you go. Um, Reese Nelson, again, I think Reese Nelson has progressed, Darren, under Arteta. I think he's progressed as a player. He hasn't played loads of minutes, but I still think he's got better under Arteta. It tends to be the players that are older, like your Trossards, like your Partey's, because they've always been good and they're still performing at a very good level um, when, of course, they're available in the case of uh, of Thomas Partey, of course. But some of the younger signings, I suppose, Vieira, Tavares, Laconga, they've not necessarily progressed too much. Uh, Pepe, yeah, you're right, Dave. Nicola Pepe did not progress under Mikel Arteta. He didn't suit what Mikel Arteta wanted uh, as a player either. Uh, so I wouldn't necessarily say that he's progressed. But I mean, when you look at the signings we've made, Gabriel has become a brilliant, brilliant player. Martin Erdegaard has become a brilliant, brilliant player. Ben White has become a far better player. Ramsdale became a better player. Tomiyasu became a better player. Uh, Gabriel Jesus, I think, has reached a, another level under Arteta compared to when he was at Man City. For me, personally, I think he's he's cultivated that number nine position more so, gained confidence. Things Zinchenko, you know, wasn't necessarily appreciated as one of the best left-backs in the league at Man City, but I think he became that at Arsenal under Arteta, you know? I think the... Just having to scroll through a little bit more. We've already talked about Declan Rice improving. And the existing players as well. You know, Granite Xhaka improved under him a lot. Bakaya Saka, Smith-Rowe, Gabriel Martinelli have all improved. William Saliba has improved to no end, you know, under Mikel Arteta. So there is lots of examples um, of players that have improved under him and far, far fewer that haven't. And the ones that haven't tend to be the older or have suffered with injuries as well. So there you go. Right. Um, Oh, hold on. The TGT sneeze is sneaking in just before we end the show. Um, but I know it's a short one. Apologies for that. I'll be back tomorrow with a longer show talking about the game tonight. So please do tune in tomorrow morning for that. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, that continues to support the channel and tunes in. I'll be back very, very soon, of course, as I've already mentioned. I hope you have a fantastic Tuesday. Stay safe, stay well, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.